And we're back on Pop FM 99.9 Power of Positivity. It's John Salvatore. And right now we have a special interview. This is actually part of a series to showcase the work and mission of an organization here in South Jersey called South Jersey Water Savers. Uh, earlier we had, a, you know, earlier this week we had an interview. Um, so if you want to check out the series, head over to our website, popfm999.com. Uh, in this interview, we're going to be speaking with Alyssa Bright, who is with the New Jersey Audubon Society. We're also going to speak with Cody Cassidy from Cassidy Farms here in South Jersey. So Alyssa, we'll start with you. Tell us about the uh, New Jersey Audubon Society and the project that you're working on with Cassidy Farms. Yeah, thank you very much. So I'm Alyssa Bright. I am the Agriculture Stewardship Technician with New Jersey Audubon Society, and we are an environmental conservation organization. Um, so I'm here to talk a little bit about our program that Cody has worked with us on. So our Healthy Land and Waters Grant Program provides technical and or financial assistance to farmers and landowners who have an interest in implementing conservation practices, um, specifically conservation practices that improve or enhance soil and water quality, as well as enhancing creating um, wildlife habitat, um, including but certainly not limited to cover crops, residue tillage management, and riparian buffers. Um, the program is funded by the William Penn Foundation, the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation, and New Jersey DEP's Water Quality Restoration Grants. So basically you apply, you apply to the program, we come out to the property, we walk around, identify any natural resource concerns a landowner may have. Um, then we work with you to come up with a plan and recommendations on how to address those resource concerns, especially those involving wildlife conservation. Um, our technical assistance comes in many shapes and forms depending on each landowner's particular situation. Uh, technical assistance can include anything from providing pollinator seed recommendations, to timelines lines of uh, practice implementation, so on and so forth. Uh, we also very frequently partner with the USDA's Natural Resources uh, Conservation Service to provide increased technical support and financial incentives to farmers interested in conservation. Uh, so Cody Cassidy is a farmer from Salem County who's enrolled in our program, and he has put the funds he received through our grant towards some really cool conservation projects uh, that we helped him plan uh, that address all the resource concerns I mentioned earlier, uh, soil, water, and wildlife habitat health. So I'll let him talk about that. Yep. Hello, my name is Cody. I'm from, my family has Cassidy Farms located in Monroeville, New Jersey. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say from a farmer's perspective how awesome it's been to work with New Jersey Audubon. They're honestly, they're on the ball and I honestly, I love working with them. Um, I know as far as the projects that Alyssa uh, mentioned, um, we, we incorporated no-till um, to our vegetable um, in particular, cucurbits, um, so basically zucchini, summer squash, pickles, cucumbers. So how that looks in the fall, we'll go through and plant cover crop, in particular, uh, in particular rye and wheat. Um, some of that New Jersey Audubon helps call share, um, but I know NRCS uh, also contributes in call sharing these cover crops. We'll go through in the fall and plant it once our summer crops are done. So basically all winter, those cover crops are taken up, say, from the summer crop, if we had residual fertilizer. Those cover crops are working, they're taking up the fertilizer that way there's no, or it re greatly reduces any nutrients that might leak into the groundwater. Also on the surface, it's dr drastically reducing soil runoff. Um, 
And then even I know with the weather and stuff, sometimes I know we've all seen it during the winter. We'll get those like crazy windy days. And if the ground's dry, I mean, it turns into a dust bowl. Uh, it's all those the cover crops just kind of help keep everything there. Moving forward in the summer, we'll actually uh, retain those residues. So we'll let we'll let the crops keep growing and they'll get four, five feet tall. And then we'll go through and plant our squash, our pickles, our cucumbers. We'll plant right into that residue. And I know this past year, honestly, when I got done planting, it left a mat, I would say probably a foot thick of just cover crop residue. This is awesome from so many angles. I know, like I've said, it's further, uh, it's further, a further reduction of just soil runoff. There's no, there's, no erosion going on. Also, as far as vegetable quality goes, um, like say our our winter squash and so like our butternuts and spaghetti squash, they can grow up on top of that cover mat and it has just like a really nice product. I know we had before we were growing them on bare dirt or conventionally tilled soils. The bottoms get all stained and we've had problems selling them. Whereas if they're growing up on this, this cover crop mat, there is no stain. It's a better product. I know moving forward into that. So as we're getting done with our cucurbits and we're going into the fall, I know we had the hurricane come through um, back in, what was that, October. So we're finishing up with the squash. Honestly, all of our other fields that are conventionally tilled, we'd have problems getting in because we got almost seven inches of rain. Like seven inches of rain, you're not driving out in the field. Whereas this, where we had all these residues, we're out there two days later, all of our equipment, we can drive through it because there's all that structure from the cover crop. Not to mention we planted wheat, we planted production wheat after that. And just the, uh, just going through and plant it, you have that residues broken down, but you also have all that root structure in there. You can walk through and just see how uniform the, like the crops came up because there wasn't in the conventionally tilled soils, you have some sandy soils, you have some heavier soils. Well, if you disc it, your sandy soils are nice and fluffy. So that planter pushes the seed further. So you have a little bit of like a delayed emergence. So there's just even more uniformity when it comes to planting. Um, so yeah, honestly that no-till or the, the planter enhancement to do no-till with New Jersey Audubon has been a home run. I know moving forward, uh, into anticipating this fall. Um, I know Alyssa mentioned the riparian buffers. So for our one farm holds two of the headwater for two rivers in South Jersey. And I know we're planning on doing the riparian buffers. This offers just, well, as it says, a buffer to just kind of shield uh, the say runoff or rainwater that's coming from the field going into the pond. It's going to help filter that out. Uh, so there's no residue or there's no sediment getting into the pond. But I know I'm looking forward to even just the wildlife aspect of it. I know in the one pond, I was able to see two pairs of ducks raise little ones. Um, and that was just generic weeds. I know we have a pretty good program set up um, that we're going to have like actual beneficial native plants and kind of help uh, help provide structure to wildlife. That way we can just continue to see a um a growth in numbers when it comes to well, as i said just the duck population um yeah so uh Alyssa, i'm gonna hand it back to you 
Yeah, and, and that was uh, that was really great, uh, Cody. Thanks so much for sharing that information. And um, you know, we drive around South Jersey, we see the farm fields, and we don't really realize the thought and the research and the time that goes into uh, to maximizing uh, that land that we have here. So, uh, so thank you for working on that project. Uh, yes, Alyssa. Before we uh, wrap up here, um, how can our uh, listeners follow along and stay in the know with projects like this that are happening? Yeah, so anybody who's interested in applying for this program that Cody's been a part of, uh, you can find an application on our website at njaudubon.org slash stewardship. And for any general listeners who don't farm, um, if you'd like to get involved or help out, you can become a member of New Jersey Audubon, you can make a tax-deductible donation, or you can sign up to be a volunteer. That is great. Well, today we've been on the line with Alyssa Bright from the New Jersey Audubon Society and Cody Cassidy from Cassidy Farms. And they were sharing about this project that they're working on right here in South Jersey. This interview, part of a series to showcase the work and mission of South Jersey Water Savers. Thank you both so much for joining us here on Pop FM. This has been an interview on Pop FM. I'm John Salvatore on Pop FM 99.9 Power of Positivity.